I'm your huckleberry. I've not yet begun to defile myself. I have two guns, one for each other. You're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM, or on one of our many, many podcast platforms. I am Nick. I am Will. And I'm Josh. We are here again, another week, another uh, week of stupidity in, in the world that we're going to make fun of, mock mercilessly, and just all that kinds of stuff we love to talk about. Uh, let's get right into it. First story here. This is A1 right here. Almost something you would imagine from the Babylon Bee. So the United States government in uh, San Francisco, they have decided to give homeless people drugs and crack pipes because they figure if they're just going to get them off the street anyway, we might as well let them use ours so that's safe. Wow. They call this a medical experiment. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd say. Mm. As in it's helping people. Like, isn't that usually what you would say? Like, if you're doing a medical experiment, it's usually for the better of the public? I would say this is more akin to the Tuskegee experiments than it is to uh, any legitimate uh, <laughs> medical yeah. research. Uh, this is absolutely crazy. So yeah. they're, they're building up a center in San Francisco where homeless people can literally go and buy drugs from the city of San Francisco, oh my goodness. which is illegal, technically speaking, I suppose. There's a great quote here straight from the article. A 24-year-old homeless woman compares this policy to handing a loaded gun to a suicidal yeah. person. And I don't know why you would want to do that. I, I don't see one thing wrong with that. Oh. Well, the city of San Francisco certainly that, doesn't. Remember, Nick, this is a medical program. Oh, well. Not a, not a population control <laughs> kind of thing. Right, yeah. Maybe that's, maybe that's what they're going for. The first interaction <laughs> that I ever had with uh, this sort of thing was I was talking to a nurse, and she was telling me about how they supply needles. They supply clean mm-hmm. needles. And, like, okay, that makes sense. At the point where they already have the drugs, uh, sure, give them clean needles so that they don't spread a bunch of HIV or something. Or, like, they have a needle collection at least. But... Like it, it still didn't sit right with me that they're yeah. like uh, enabling this behavior, and then and then here they go just handing out the drugs as well. It's ridiculous. <laughs> just to hand them out. Yeah, I, I don't even know if I agree with the needle thing. I wonder if the CIA is involved. I, I would not be surprised. The world's biggest drug dealers or mm-hmm. something. I, don't know, I read that somewhere. It, it may not be true. Yeah. Well, they steal it all from uh, from overseas, and then they bring it back here, and yeah. they have to do something with it. Yeah, get them off those Venezuelan drug boats. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, so this is not only limited to uh, the the state government or the local government in San Francisco, uh, your United States federal government is hopping on the bandwagon. And this is crazy. So we are recording this on February 8th. And I'm sorry to report to you guys that we just missed the deadline by one day to file with the Department of Health and Human Services to get a free crack pipe. Mm. Does the pipe come with crack? Or is it just the pipe? I, I don't know. They they are handing out um, crack pipes uh, in the name of, quote, racial equity. <laughs> Wait, so then would we be eligible? Uh, well, I, I, I don't know. Wait, are, are they saying that, like, it's it's unequal because there's so many more black people that have them than white people? I, you or see, that, that's what I'm wondering. That, that's what I'm wondering. Because I don't know anyone who owns a crack pipe, <laughs> honestly. But maybe we are, like, the underserved community in the crack pipe world. Maybe we apply... You know, we can apply and get our free crack pipe for equity. This is actually crazy. So from the grant, they say that it's prioritized to treat underserved communities, including African-Americans and LGBTQ plus persons. So we're going to give what give them crack pipes. 
Man, if I were gay, that's what I would want. <laughs> Smoke a, crack. A crack pipe? Yeah. I. Man, it would just tick me off that there's so many straight white males out there that have crack pipes. I know. And I, and I don't get one. The government, this is like basically a, a basic human right. I don't know why this didn't happen earlier. You know how crazy this is? Like, okay, so I, I, I can't even think of an, an analogy to, to use for this where, okay, you know, like more white people get skin cancer than black people. So you better doggone believe health and human services. We're going to make sure yeah. those underserved cancer communities. I, I, I literally cannot... Yeah, that's so bad. It's like it's like saying, oh, uh, white people get the flu on average so much more than black people. So we're going to go around and like give the flu to people. Right. Give the flu to black people. Yeah. I t- I worked a nine to five to pay for this program. <laughs> yeah, you did. Over the summer. Thirty million dollars yep. is going to this program. And I think we should all be proud of that. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, I don't know how much a crack pipe costs. I mean, that, that that's a lot of crack pipe. Yeah. Like so, someone's doing that's very well for themselves. That's a lot of crack pipe. Someone's doing very well. You know, maybe this is what they were talking about when they're talking about infrastructure and they wanted some pipes in the Yeah, at like, least 30 million of that like 2.7 trillion dollar plan or Yeah. Oh my gosh. Work. Actually, it's not just crack pipes. There's a lot more involved in this. Okay. There's syringes, vaccinations, disease screenings, condoms and fentanyl strips. Okay. That's also a part of it. Okay. One, maybe two of those are a good idea. Yes. Yeah. Other than that, yeah, not a fan. Like the fentanyl and the crack pipe, I'm on board. Come there, on everything now. else, no, I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> you, you really threw me. A, you actually threw me a curveball there. <laughs> yeah. I actually was not expecting that. <clears throat> I I think it's crazy. Like so, they are adding. Uh, they're giving them rubber bands to wrap the crack pipe so that they don't uh, cut themselves or burn themselves oh when gosh. they're when they're smoking. Wait, cut your. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I don't know much about crack pipes. Well, how would you cut yourself on a on a pipe? Well, I'm assuming because they're glass, so maybe you kind of you drop it and there's like a sharp edge on it or something. It, <laughs> it, I guess it's to keep yourself from oh boy cutting. At the end of this article, what? it just says it is against federal law to distribute or sell drug paraphernalia unless authorized by the government. President Biden's son Hunter is a longtime user of crack cocaine, <laughs> and it all comes out. <laughs> oh, that's that's actually really funny. Where's Project oh, Veritas? My uh, I think it's 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 a really good idea, though. Uh, uh, screw the uh, natural consequences of, of doing anything unhealthy yeah. with your life. We might as well just like spend three million dollars, thirty million dollars, just to make sure that uh, it doesn't it doesn't hurt when you when you touch the stove. And mm-hmm. smoking crack, I guess, is good for you. Yeah, make sure it's good for you. Yeah, thirty million. You know, like fifty years from now, there's gonna be ads where it's like four to five doctors agree that smoking crack. Makes you happy. I yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, we're working our way up the hill. Yeah. One step at a time. <laughs> I'm proud to be an American. Every single day I, <laughs> I wake up, I'm more proud to be American. Yeah. <sighs> more 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 so I'm proud of our American government. They're yep. doing, they're doing yes, good things. Yes, it's the government. It's mm. the, I'm proud to be an American. Hey, I'm not proud of our hey, government. It's right there in the Declaration of Independence, baby. The pursuit of happiness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pursuit of smoking crack, yes. Yeah. All righty. So uh, before we move on to the next segment, thank you for listening to this episode of The Loft broadcast originally on Radio Free Hillsdale. Uh, we have a, we like to have a good time around here and talk about crack and other things. We don't only talk about crack, but what? more often than not, it'll, <laughs> it, it'll just come up. It's so. a slippery slope you got yeah, started I, there. Yeah. You know, like once you start, you just can't stop, I guess. Like, that's what they say. That's what they, that is what they say. <laughs> it's hard to quit. Yep. Uh, yep. crack, you never go back. So, uh, <laughs> so, so if you enjoy the show, uh, please give us like a follow on Spotify. Or if you're listening on SoundCloud, we're going to drop the link to our Spotify and our social media accounts in there. So it's just way easier to listen on Spotify because it's hard to find on SoundCloud because you have to go through the entire station of WRFH to find yep. all of our stuff. So It's also a YouTube as well. Right. And, and Instagram. So check that out. We mm-hmm. post stuff on there like periodically once or twice a week. Yep. Um, 
We're you know we're trying to have a nice little community here. You know? Yeah. Alrighty, so we're gonna move on to our next story uh, of of equal stupidity. Like I mean, believe me, it was hard to find something that could top that opener, let alone tie. Yeah, true, buddy. So this story right here, fantastic. So Little Rocket Man Kim Jong Un. <laughs> Uh, he is going to chair the United Nations World Nuclear Disarmament Conference. Can't think of a better person to do so. That sounds like a great idea, honestly. Mm-hmm. When I thought of the list, like the only person who I thought might beat Kim out in terms of most qualified mm-hmm. would have been the leader of Iran, the Ayatollah. I, yeah. I, I would have expected, you know, yeah, yeah, he just edged him out to get yeah, this job barely. leading the disarmament conference. And good for him. I'm proud of him. Yes. This is like having Hunter Biden sit on uh, sit chair for the board that's trying to get rid of the crack problem. Yeah, there and you that's go. exactly why we had that last bit. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's like comparison. Yeah, it's like Tiger Woods doing like a drunk driving PSA yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can hear that. Women don't cheat on your wives that don't drive drunk. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. this is gonna be great. Maybe this is gonna be. Maybe they're trying like a tactic. You know, like like a. It's a. You know, kind kind of what would it, a rhetorical device where they're showing you what not to do. They're like, yeah. okay, guys. Yeah. Maybe he's changing. Maybe I don't know. Little much, little maturity. You know. But he, so so here's the deal. So to answer that question with a resounding no, I'm I'm sorry, Will. I know you like to think the best about Kim Jong Un and, yes, and all these people. I try. Right. I try. Yeah. Uh, huh. uh, literally less than a week after he was appointed to chair this thing. So today, it comes out, North Korea is threatening to shake the world by testing missiles that will strike the United States. Oh, my god. You goodness. couldn't keep it together, buddy? Come on, Kim. Yeah. How hard is it not to threaten to nuke the United States? Maybe. Like, what, he's what, using it what as a power play. What time is the council? What time is the council? Or what is the date of the council? Uh, so it's going to meet, I believe, in March or May. Let's oh see. my god. He couldn't he couldn't just like keep his keep yeah. his mouth shut for like three months until he made up got up, made a big no. show. He he couldn't do it. Wow. He, he literally could not do it. This <laughs> man this is his plan. It's his plan. Maybe. Maybe. Better missiles. Mm. Right. So when he shows up, he's like, Hey, now this is more like a mutual agreement, if that makes sense. Like yeah. I yeah. Or it's like he's gonna get up there and then he's gonna say, Oh, we're gonna test all these missiles and scare everybody and then we'll get up to the summit and then we'll go like no, we want to get rid of our missiles too, and then it'll be right. like, oh, "Wow, what it will be." <laughs> what a change of heart. He's gonna say, like, in, he's gonna say that what we've done is, we actually are putting care packages in our missiles. Oh, We're not okay. actually trying to nuke the U.S. We're mm, trying to mm, shoot mm, candy mm. towards them, okay, mm. or like puppies or stuffed animals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. I think that's what we're going to figure out. I think out. they're sending thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, honestly, here's what I think. I think they're trying to get rid of their missiles. Like, because like, they, you know, they, they're like, oh, guys. In one way or another, yes. They're like, guys, we're going to chair the disarmament committee, and we have all these missiles we've been sitting on, and we got to do something about them. And, like, all they know how to do is launch them. And they're like, look, they always land in the ocean anyway. It's not like they, <laughs> it's not like they go anywhere. So what if we just fired them off? They'd be perfectly safe. So nice. what? Well, that'd be one heck of a 4th of July celebration. Mm, yeah. So, uh, one of the missiles that was launched was the Hwasong... Shua, I don't know how you say this. It's the something-15. General So's chicken-15. Yep. <laughs> the longest-range intercontinental ballistic missile ever launched by North Korea and has a range of 500 yards. Just just, just kidding. 500 yards? <laughs> <laughs> Effective range of 500 yards? Yeah. Uh, it says that it could deliver a nuclear warhead anywhere in the United States. You forgot to mention they were Korean yards. Right? <laughs> uh, so there are only, 
a couple of countries in the world that have ICBMs and hypersonic missiles, according to this article. And North uh-huh. Korea is one of them, which is funny. It's like the smallest country in the world. You know, it's like it's always the people who have like the least going for them who have to like be the the toughest. You know, it's like the white guy in the gang always has to be the hardest. You know, mm-hmm. the most tattoos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The white guy in prison always has to be the hardest guy. Mm-hmm. And so, if you've got North Korea, who like you know they can't feed anybody. You know, like if you can't feed yourself, like how are you gonna flex on the rest of the world? It's like ah, I'll yeah. Is it nukes. like the uh, you know the supersonic? What what when when this you know the United States and Russia were developing supersonic aircraft? Yeah, and uh, the Russians were like yeah we have supersonic aircraft, and then they'd watch like test flights and they'd literally just fall apart in air because it just can't handle the speed. Hey, but they had supersonic. But they aircraft. had it was going supersonic at some point, it and was, then it was in there. Yeah, we had that good old Mach one until it just turned into paper mache i mean you've you got to respect little kim though like he's been keeping his people going he him and his family i mean they've been keeping this whole charade going it's like living in disney world like you know they all you know it's this created world and they have this their own history and like their own calendar like it's not year 2022 yeah it is the year like 48 or whatever it's from, it's from like the or it's not 48 it's like 70 whatever it's the date of the founding of the, mm-hmm. the party or whatever i mean it's, it's incredible that they've been able to keep this whole thing up yeah especially when people are starving to death like i tell you right now like i tell you why communism will never work in america because once the food starts running out <laughs> you know well once i cannot go to walmart and get my you know my cheetos and everything you know every fat man in this country and there are quite a few of them don't will rise up don't forget that coke and will rise up against the government that's yeah, why communism never works. yeah hmm and somehow, I mean, they're pulling it off here. Yeah, and people love the country. Yeah, apparently they they have like <laughs> they have like no internet access. That's true, and almost no um, like outside media that ever permeates the country. Mm-hmm. And the the uh, the government has such a strong uh, stranglehold on all of the media inside of the country. It's pretty ridiculous. All of the uh, misinformation they're spreading about everything. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was uh, I heard that at their schools when they do, you know, like we have problems like oh you know. If you have five uh, bananas in your umbrella, how many miles are you from Tokyo or something? You know, like some stupid word problems like that. Well, what they do is like if there are five American pig dogs and you shoot four of them, how many American pig dogs are left? (laughs) Jeez. I've heard that that's what they do for like the very for the. Um, the, the they name the variables like American or capitalist or something. The answer is yeah. probably one too many p- American yeah, pig yeah, dogs. That's the answer. Yeah. They have to put units. One too many. One too many. Yes. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, but something else is really interesting about uh, North Korea uh, is that their movie industry. Yeah. They they would kidnap they kidnap South Korean movie directors and South Korean actors and force them to make movies for North Korea because you know of course they had no idea what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, you know they, they didn't know how to make movies and. Uh, Wait, so you're saying I can become a North Korean film star? Yeah, you could. I mean, I, I, I don't know if you'd want to, but mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. You might be one of the three people over there that gets a, a, a solid meal every day. Yeah. You get to eat a donut once <laughs> a month? Th- <laughs> oh, I was hoping for at least, like, I don't know, three square meals a day. No. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. no. Just the one. No. Yeah. You'll only have to, like... You make you it know. sound like I'm on death row. You get just <laughs> the one, and then that's it, buddy. They have literally nothing else. Yeah. Like, okay, if they for fed... every hour of screen time, you get one calorie. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. All right, so that, that's enough of that nonsense. Yeah. Uh, Before so we get schwacked. Long story short, yeah, there may not be an episode. Yep. After this one, <laughs> watch out. All right, so moving on to our next segment, uh, we're gonna wrap the show up with an oldie but a goodie, wacky world. Wow! I don't believe. Well, there's something you don't see every day. Okay, we got a fantastic story here with a video to boot. So we. What's can... at stake, Nick? 
A, a massive brawl broke out at a Golden Corral over a steak shortage. <laughs> so we actually have uh, video footage of this for your enjoyment. So Josh, roll it. A brawl at the buffet. This is Eyewitness News at 6, and we are streaming live on CBS News Philly. Hello and good evening, everyone. I'm Yuki Washington. And I'm Jessica Cartelia. Friday night out turned into a melee in Ben Salem at a Golden Corral restaurant. Now police are trying to figure out how it all started. Eyewitness News reporter Matt Petrillo is in Ben Salem tonight. Matt? Well, I talked to a man who posted that video online. He says he was told that fight broke out after the buffet here ran out of steak. <laughs> hey, you, you cannot, you cannot argue against that. You can't make this up. No. If I come to Golden Corral, they better have steak. They better have steak. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I think we actually have audio of the actual fight. So let's roll this. Video shared with Eyewitness News shows punches being thrown and Ooh. high chairs flying oh. as a fight breaks out inside the Golden Corral in Ben Salem Friday oh. evening. Oh my gosh. Ben Salem police confirm the brawl may have involved more than 40 people oh. and happened following an argument among some customers. Officers are still looking into what caused the argument. I've never seen nothing like that in, in Golden Corral before. <laughs> Maybe at Applebee's, but never Golden Corral. My gosh, 40 people? That is insane. They're going to have more steak, guys. Well, wait, where was this? This was in Ben Salem uh, near... Uh, it's in Pennsylvania, okay. I believe. Go I, don't, I don't even know, like... That's that's so impressive to me that forty people would get involved. I know. Like, that is a serious steak shortage, dude. There there wasn't one vegetarian in the joint, I guess. Like, ah. like, like not one person was like, you know, I'm out. I don't want steak today. All I wanted was some steak. That's actually that's that's actually one of the quotes. Where's the beef? Where's the? That's a good question. Not there. Not at Golden Corral. Like what? What, what an oversight, honestly. Like like yeah. you're buying. I yeah. would I would honestly, if I was the manager of that restaurant. And I and I knew what was going on. And see, we're running short on beef. I would sell everything. I would just throw off the the lettuce. Mm -hmm. I would get rid of everything to just buy more steak. Mm -hmm. I take out a business loan to go buy more steak before I ran out. Okay, but is it is it like the steak is gone, or is it just that like the little bin that was in there at the time, they just ran out, and then the person was going to go back to get more steak? What kind of steak shortage are we talking about? Here? So basically, the restaurant ran out of steak. And there was no steak in that restaurant. <laughs> so this this is what it seemed. This is what one person stated is that there was very little left. Okay. Sounds like probably one, if I had to guess, for sake of simplicity. <laughs> a guy like very very hard cut in line, mm -hmm. like probably jumped like fifteen people. Right. Took the steak from the guy who was actually like taking it so like some dude just yoinked the steak i want to imagine that he picked it off of the guy's plate like he, the guy he the might have. line he, he has the tongs he picks it up he's like ah yes i got the last steak in this restaurant he drops it down and i just want to imagine this guy comes up with a greasy paw and just picks it up and then pops it right in his <laughs> oh, plate boy. yep and then just it goes i mean no that's yeah. that's that's basically well i mean yeah that's basically what happened but i want to know what my question is why was everyone punching? It looked like yeah. that. It looked like that scene in Indiana Jones, the King with Crystal Skull, where they're like in the the diner and and the jocks and the greasers start fighting. Mm -hmm. It yeah. looked like that. People, it was like WrestleMania too. Like someone picked up one of those baby high seats. And yeah, was did just, you see that chair people, was crowd surfing. Yeah, people were just smacking upside the head with a baby chair. This one guy from the back tried to pick up a chair and chuck it. It hit one of the light fixtures and broke off some glass. Could you imagine ridiculous. if there was a baby still in the high chair, just beating <laughs> someone with a baby in oh the my high goodness. chair?
<laughs> I just yeah. It'd be a bad time for the baby. It's amazing that. that something like that progressed so far. Like if somebody came up and took the steak from me, I'd be like, hey, like give me You'd stab steak. Don't lie. You'd beat the crap. You know what you you pull that knife out. You know what I would do? I would I would just push the steak off of his plate onto the floor. <laughs> oh, if no, I can't just, have it. Just go with can, that. Yeah. Just go with that. People would still fight over it. The, yeah. the problem is that the steak still exists. Here's what's happened probably. People probably were just fighting over that one steak. I go would split it. No. Yeah. Yeah. But let me tell you one thing though. And this is my opinion. And maybe I'm a little too, you know, bourgeois or whatever. Too bourgeois for Golden Corral though. Mm. Golden Corral steak is probably not that great. No, J- it probably just, isn't. Just throwing yeah. it out there. Like yeah. it may not be worth your life to fight over a Golden Corral steak. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not thinking they're gonna die. <laughs> maybe. Or maybe. I don't know. People get pretty crazy when they get hungry. Like this is obviously yep. like peak hangry performance. Yep. So mm-hmm. you know, this makes me proud to be an American. Honestly, mm. you know, I'm, I'm free to, you know, I'm gonna get my free crack pipe from the government, and then I'm gonna go down to Golden Corral and beat someone up because they took my steak. Did this really absolutely nuked? This <laughs> this is the land of the free, home of the brave. Mm. And and I love how Golden Corral had to release a statement. You know. And they go, uh, thankfully, no serious injuries have been reported. The safety of our guests and coworkers is our top priority. But apparently not stocking steak. That's not a priority. Right. Nope. That should be their priority. Yep. Above all others. Police are working to figure out who started the fight. I think I'll tell you right now who started the fight. Whoever Golden ran. Golden Corral. Golden Corral, because they ran out of steak. Yep. They, they ought to take full responsibility. Yep. I mm-hmm. think so. Pay for I, any damages. They're going to get sued. I guarantee you. Right now, be- because we live in, in a world yeah. of too many lawyers, they are going to get sued because they ran a stake, and someone's going to say they caused this whole thing. This whole rigmarole is going to be their fault. Do you think there's, like, hospitality lawyers? I wonder. Well, I bet lawyers you... Lawyers that sue... For the fat lobby? Yes. They say, this is one or not, this wasn't an all-you-can-eat buffet. Kicked <laughs> me out. It's like that they episode... They cut me off. It's like that episode of The Simpsons, you know, where uh, they, they sue because it wasn't really an all-you-can-eat buffet. They ran out of food in the restaurant. Yeah. This is literally... There you go. The Simpsons predict the future again. Wow. <laughs> Congratulations. Mm-hmm. No, I bet that's going to happen. I bet you're right about that. Oh, my God. Someone's getting sued, and it was over a steak. It was over a steak. You know what? That's pretty funny. All right, so thank you for listening to this episode of The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7. I'm assuming that we don't go to Golden Corral, we don't get nuked, and we don't get assassinated by North Korea. We'll be back next week. Mm-hmm.